0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 30 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell.
2: And I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers and manufacturers and sales representatives of the equestrian industry in this podcast we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy western and english personalities retailers and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry sophia from wesa had a chance to catch up with glenn from the horse radio network earlier to get the latest news
0: well, it's so nice that I get to join you guys today for the WISA show. We're looking forward to coming out there in January, Sophia. That'll be a lot of fun. And it's the only cold that Jennifer and I see being from Florida. It's the only <laughs> cold we get is coming to visit you.
3: Get to experience some snow.
0: Exactly. It's the only snow we see. Well, today's guest has been a WISA influencer for as long as the programs have been around. Tell us more about this program.
3: Yeah, so we invited several bloggers and influencers to attend the trade show and cover all the trends, new products, and so on for the first time in 2018. And we do call our group of influencers and bloggers the Westside Wranglers. And we also try to add new influencers and bloggers every time for the new trade show.
0: Got it. Well, what changes have you made in this program?
3: Yeah, so the very first year was mainly just for bloggers Um, In order for them to attend the WESA trade show, we actually required them to publish a blog, including pictures about WESA. And then the second year, we invited more influencers than bloggers, and we asked them to feature our WESA fashion show. And we also gave members the option to actually book an influencer specifically for their brand. And now the next year, the last year in
0: Denver, it's going to be
3: our last ride. So we're now inviting a mix of bloggers and influencers and some new ones that haven't made it out before.
0: I want to be an influencer. How do I do it?
3: (laughs) Yeah, so we do have a closed Facebook group on our Wessa Trade Show Facebook page, which is also called the Wessa Wranglers. And as a blogger or influencer, you can just join and receive the application link right there. Otherwise, anyone can email me. Again, my email address is sjagella at westsidetradeshow.com, and then I'll send over the application link. And the application is really simple. It's basically just to verify that you actually are an influencer or a blogger.
0: Uh, Can I be an influencer without being in the fashion show? Because I don't look good and I'm not a good model. Uh, We
3: actually don't have a fashion show anymore the next year. But yes, this isn't even just for fashion influencers. It's also for tack and anything else related to the horse and rider. So, yeah.
0: Got it. Well, I'm looking forward to making the trip to Denver in January. (laughs) Yep. See you soon. The growing integration of bloggers
1: and influencers into a brand's marketing program is a direct result of the growth of social media as a marketing tool. This technique is now becoming an important component of the Western marketing world and a key element in WISA's programming. Joining us today is Western fashion blogger and WISA influencer Whitney Benton to shed some light on all this. Hey, Whitney, thanks so much for taking the time to visit with us here on Wisdom by WESA.
4: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me come on.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, it's an important part of what Wisa does. As I had mentioned in my introduction, with the advent of social media as a major marketing opportunity, the integration and role of bloggers and influencers has increased substantially. And you clearly are a part of this as a Wisa wrangler. And as an influencer and a blogger. But why don't you chat a little bit about where you see the role of an influencer in marketing, Western products, fashions, clothes, whatever.
4: So I have always kind of, it's kind of interesting to watch all of this transpire in the way that bloggers and influencers are kind of finding their role in this industry. And I always kind of say that we, more or less to kind of cut out a middleman and we kind of have the opportunity to directly connect our boutiques to to larger audiences and and more customers, you know, personally. And I know for uh, speaking on behalf of a lot of other girls who do influencing like I do, we're kind of a one-stop shop. We offer the professional styling, professional photo shoots and promotion, which three key things that I know a lot of retailers and boutiques and businesses need. So yeah, it's been really cool to kind of watch all of this um evolve like it has.
1: Yeah. I'd
0: like
4: to kind of go back to
2: your beginnings a little bit because and I don't want to totally focus on it, but I do want to introduce you a little bit who you are and how your love of fashion and your roots in the western lifestyle say were meshed together and your ability to mesh those two and and how each of those are significant in your life.
4: Yeah, so I guess all of this started maybe uh, about three or four years ago. I have always had, or I guess I was part of the Bleacher Babe Squad, which was kind of pre-influencer, at least in the Western realm. And it was just a group of girls who got together and we kind of shared our our take on fashion and we'd share some fashion finds on this one platform. And that's kind of what got me really interested in this. And it was a couple of years later that I decided to kind of jump into it a little more professionally. And that's, that was kind of the start of Western couture. And yeah, so I am, I was born and raised in a farming and ranching community. And that is still to today, what my husband and I do with our family out here um, in Eastern Colorado. And so I guess, you know, once I learned that I could kind of combine the Western lifestyle and my love of fashion into one, it just, it just kind of has evolved into, into what it is today. Yeah. And, and it's very
2: cool. And and you have the ability to um, be at home. And, and, and as you mentioned, kind of be on the ranch, be at home with your your children and and be able to yeah. do this simultaneously. And so I think it's really unique. And I think a lot of people can relate to you. And so I think that's one of the benefits of your platform is there's a lot of women in the world that can relate to you on a lot of different levels and maybe get the inspiration of looking at your outfits, you know, motivated and and things of that nature. But the more important part of that are the brands and the retailers that are able to use your influence. And so I see it from three Mm -hmm. different bar stool legs there. Basically, I see it for beneficial to consumers, retailers, and brands. And obviously, that's the concept of the WISA influencers, WISA wranglers. And so Uh talk just a bit about that and the ability to help influence for the benefits for the retailers and the benefits for the brands as well.
4: So like you kind of said previously, being relatable and finding your kind of niche in this industry is super important and allowing the brands and the retailers to kind of feed off that too. A lot of the companies that I work for will send me product, but they allow me to put my own personal spin on it. You know, they let me take these pieces and style them how I personally would. And I think that's been super beneficial for them and for for myself.
1: Now, I have a question along that line. Because we are going to have people listening who are both from the brand side and the retail side, may never have worked with an influencer or a blogger, but they're excited about their products, their new product line. Maybe it's boots, maybe it's hats, maybe it's belts. Uh-huh. Um and they listen to this and say, gee, I, I wonder how really that works and what I have to do on my end to be able to deal with someone like Whitney. So the question for for you is, where do they start to learn to take advantage of what you and the, the influencer world has to offer?
4: Yeah, so I... For anyone interested in working with an influencer and speaking for myself specifically, I can be contacted via Instagram, Facebook, or email, and it all starts kind of with that contact Um, Once we're in contact with each other, I share a couple of packages, a curated, which include, you know, the investment kind of differentiates between the amount of promotional work I'll be doing. But in a nutshell, my packages offer professional styling, professional photographs that they'll have access to, and then promotion on my end. And once they've decided on the package they want, we kind of collaboratively choose the items that they want to send and um, how many how many products they want to feature. Once I have those products in hand, I set up a photo shoot with my photographer. We kind of create a vision for each shoot. We go out, we photograph each shoot, and once we're done, we upload personal online galleries of all of the images of the products for those partners that we're working with so that they have access to those, again, for advertisements or for their website. And then, and then, like I said, I handle my end of the promotion too.
1: Now let's say in a perfect world, how long does that take? If I do everything I have to do on my end, how long might Mm -hmm. it take for my boots or my hats to actually appear in the promotions that you're doing on my behalf on social media?
4: I know the importance of relevancy, especially for those brands and makers and boutiques. So I always tell um, all of my collaborative partners a two-week turnaround time from the second that it gets to my doorstep to to the second that they'll have an inbox with images and they'll see it on my account as well.
1: That's a pretty short turnaround time, I would think.
4: And a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what it is, but I have. You know, I have the luxury of staying home with my boys. And so it's been really great. It's kind of really fit hand in hand. I've got a really good friend here who's made herself very readily available for me for photography. And yeah, the two have just come
2: very hand in hand. Sure. And the reason I use the word work, it was specifically for a reason because if we rewind back a handful of years ago, and I can speak specifically at at the bigger rodeos through the year, fashion was starting to become kind of an important thing. And Mm -hmm. some, some gals that started blogging and such, and I don't think it was looked at really as a career. But I find it now that influencers and bloggers have become not only relevant within the Western fashion industry, but a really key part, again, going back to the brands and retailers. And I Mm -hmm. love the fact that this is a career and what you're doing really has a high significance level with the brands and retailers, which WESA has recognized. So I'd like you to talk about WESA specifically and for them to have come up with this initiative to actually represent you guys and make note and, and really shine the light on those of you like yourself that are
4: doing what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, the WESA Wranglers program has been such a cool opportunity. Like you said, it shied, it's kind of shedding some light on the, this industry that is really kind of just come out of nowhere. It feels like in the last two years, but it's been, it's been such a cool opportunity to get to come, to take part of Wessa as a, as an influencer myself and kind of get that, that background knowledge and kind of educate yourself too on, on a big part of, what the retailers and, and the buyers and folks like that at West, at Lisa are also doing. Sure. Um.
2: So for your inspiration, where and you don't have to name all the places you get inspiration from, but when when you're styling certain outfits and things of that nature for your Instagram or for your clients, is there anyone specifically you you
4: look at for inspiration? Oh my goodness, I don't I don't even know if I can name anyone specifically. There. Sure. You know the beautiful part of Instagram is that it's constantly evolving and it's constantly allowing for the discovery of new people and new influencers and new bloggers. And so I definitely always try to take kind of an old West ranch twist to my, to my shoots. Um, you know, but there are, um, a lot of girls like Shaley Ham of West Esperado. Um, she always brings so much fun to her outfits. Arizona blues. She's on Instagram and she's got such an elegance to her outfits. And I, you know, I think, like I said, I don't think I could ever pinpoint exactly one person, but kind of tying all of those into one.
2: Sure. Well, and I've looked through your Instagram, beautiful photos, and you mentioned your photographer. They're awesome and, and unique and very clear and precise. And just to go back to my comment about this being a career, you have 37.7 thousand followers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on Instagram. And so when I use the word relevant, I use all these words for a reason, and that definitely should be recognized. And I, Mike and I, uh, Mike may not wear the fashions, but he does understand the utilization of social media mm-hmm. and the importance and the, the bridging the gap in between. So I'm going to throw it back to him for anything you'd like to add, Mike.
1: Well, I, I want to add something to the other side of the equation. <clears throat> I think we're thinking in our minds a little bit about or at least I am about the brands, but let's say that I'm a listener and I own a retail store. How do I decide or what advice would you give me when I talk to you about what part of my inventory and my product selection works best? through an influencer, or is that entirely up to me? And I say, I want to do this, 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 and away we go. But I would think that with your experience, you should be able, I'm probably are well able to give me some advice about what particular product categories I might have in my store that I would get the most benefit from working with you.
4: Absolutely. So it's really important to me when I'm working with, um, Anyone, but retailers too. Um, that the products that I'm featuring on my account um, are a genuine reflection of things that I that I actually like, things that I can genuinely feel proud to promote. And being a specifically a Western fashion influencer, obviously things that my audience are going to run after or really react positively to. Or I think things with those Western ties, like cowboy boots. Girls love fringe, you know, cowboy hats. Anything, I definitely try to keep it targeted and specifically to that that Western fashion realm. But like I said, we just kind of collaboratively choose. A big part of it too is understanding that the retailers, they might have some product that hasn't moved. They need help moving that product or a new arrival and they need to showcase this new arrival and they want it out quickly. So it's kind of a collaborative process choosing the items you should open a new portion of what you do as well for people
2: like me that don't want to pick out what I want to wear. So I can call and ask you what to wear, but that's just, that's, I'm serious. I'm joking, but I'm serious all at the same time. Sorry, Mike. I just had to. Well,
1: I probably probably wouldn't do that, but I know you would.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'll take that as a compliment.
1: Well, I mean, I think clearly compliments are due to you because, You've taken what was a natural, innate talent. You have polished the ability to deliver on that talent. And then along on your own and with Wessa, you have managed to build a business around that talent. And you know what? That's the American dream. That's what young business people do is find their niche, develop their skills, find a market for it that benefits both the customer uh, and them. And clearly that's what you've done.
4: Absolutely. It's been, it's been quite a journey and you know, I'm just excited to see what, what comes of it. It's constantly evolving this little business and I'm just here for the ride.
1: I presume you are going to be at the West show in January.
4: Yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I'm i I'm so Uh, Part of me is bummed that it's going to be moving, so you know it's not going to be right there in my backyard anymore, but I'll definitely be there in January, and of course, I'm excited to see it uh, move over to Dallas, too, and see what comes of it there.
1: Okay. Hey, listen, we could talk about this a lot longer, but I do appreciate you taking the time. I'm certain you must have clients you need to go uh, shoot photos for and continue (laughs) on with your business, but you're in a very unique and state-of-the-art part of marketing. And we need to have that kind of a of a show and that kind of information for our listeners who are retailers, who are brands, who are other people who have a stake in the Western product and Western fashion industry. So I think this show will give them another perspective on how this market works.
4: Absolutely, I appreciate you um, taking the time to talk with me.
1: Well, thanks so much.
4: All right, thank you.
1: Bye bye. The show notes and the links from today's show can be found at www.wisdombywisa.com. And of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. There's a contact link on that website.
2: The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets.